Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. Back on. Beautiful day today. Warm outside. Sun shining. A little bit of a breeze. A little bit of humidity. Good day today. Love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. A um, couple of things. Um, first and foremost, uh, I was reading uh, some articles today. And there's an article on Deshaun Watson. Uh, the old dynamic Deshaun Watson gone for good. Uh, basically making the contract that he signed with the Cleveland Browns just awful. <laughs> for lack of a better term, just awful. It's just a huge, huge financial paperweight to that organization. And at the time that they, that he signed it, it's – I said then that it's a dumb franchise, dumb organization, and they're going to forever live in toiling, toiling away in anonymity because of the bad decisions that they make. And so I thought that was rather interesting. Obviously, the game last night, the 49ers just continue to roll. Brock Purdy still undefeated uh, in the regular season as a starter, uh, which uh, is fascinating. Uh, And then one of the cool things that I saw was, because I'm starting to look around, I'm like, okay, what are some of the other articles that I want to read? And one of the big articles is Jordan Love's first start at Lambeau Field. So the the national eyes are upon it, uh, wanting to see how he fares. As, um, you know, obviously the Green Bay Packers uh, come back home for the first time without the Hall of Fame quarterback of Favre or Rodgers running out of the tunnel. Uh, and then there was an article on the Wisconsin Badgers uh, getting ready for Big Ten play. Now, the Badgers averaged just over 30 points a game. Uh, and you just heard Zach Kyle there at the top of the hour. For those that get the update, the, the, they, the, the Badgers have been beating Purdue since 2003. I mean, it's just been continuous. And, excuse me, and uh, it's, I don't expect that streak to end tonight. However, as I had a few people ask me, what do you think the score is going to be? Two things I saw early on. One is that the Badgers offense really doesn't get going until the second half of ball games. And the other aspect of that is, is that their defense is not nearly as good as we'd hoped it would be. And after watching what Washington State did to them, I kind of raised some eyebrows once they get into Big Ten play. So I am picking them to win tonight, but it is by a small margin. Do What, what is the spread tonight, Grant? Do you know by any chance? Uh, why do I want 14 or 17? I was doing Temple and Heilprin last night with Zach, and I can't 100% remember. Let me pull it up. Okay. Uh, in favor of the Badgers, no doubt, right? Yes. Yep. The 14-point spread. See, I, and, and, and I wasn't sure if that was right or not. Because somebody had asked me on, uh, I don't know if it was on the live stream or on Twitter, asked me if the, you know, if I would take the points. Uh, I'm picking a game very close. I was so, I was uh, wrong, by the way. Hand up. It was five and a half. I don't know why I remember five and a half? 14. Okay. That makes way more sense. Five and a half badgers are favorites. Maybe that's what was a discussion. I have no idea because somebody asked me the exact same question. If you would take the points, man, I thought it was larger than that. But anyway, that being said, uh, if, if it's five and a half, I'd take Purdue. I think it's going to be like 27-24, something like that. Uh, I, I don't think they reach the what their average is of 30-plus points a game, 31 points a, uh, per game. Just Big Ten plays different. Playing down there is different. So I'm kind of looking at it as, um, while I think the Badgers are going to win tonight, I think it's going to be what, – what was the term you used last week when I said, well, if you had to give an adjective to the – Badgers performance what'd you say uninspired underwhelming (laughs) underwhelming yes I think it's going to be kind of like that 
they get a win. They continue to you know kind of plod through the schedule, and they get a win, and that's good. Ultimately, that's what you want to do is win the game. But when it comes to the the quote style points of winning, eh, I'm thinking to myself, much like many of you, I'm thinking twenty seven twenty four. 24-21, something like that. That's kind of what I'm thinking for the Badgers tonight uh, down in West Lafayette. Just just for the S's and giggles because I, I know that uh, we're all going to be watching that and paying attention to that tonight. So, anyway, I want to do a – I wanted to kind of address that. I didn't want to get past that uh, and, and kind of miss out on some of the people that were asking me about that game. Uh, in the meantime, the Green Bay Packers, uh, the locker room opened yesterday. Mike Clemens caught up with Keyshawn Nixon and was asked why – uh, are, you know, why are teams not kicking to him as the returner right now? I don't know. You ask him why. I'm frustrated, but I'm not really frustrated. I'm all right. Um, that's just the way of the game. Maybe not until it gets cold, you know what I'm saying, they can't kick it out the end zone. But until then, this is going to happen. Um, he's, well, well, if you noticed, there was one kick. It went wide right, um, and he just looked mad. He looked angry, and he was asked, you know, hey, you looked very frustrated after the Falcons kicked off and it was wide right, so why did you get so upset? Just sometimes situation of the game, it's not always smart to just take it out so deep. Um, just be mad. I want the ball always. I just want it in my hands. He was – which, look, that's uh, understandable. This is a guy that just wants the ball. He just wants the opportunity to return, and most returners do. Uh, but – I get it, you know. I mean, <laughs> look, he was one of the best returners in the National Football League last year. You'd be stupid. That's what, it was like Devin Hester. Devin Hester was the same thing. Devin Hester, nobody wanted to kick off to Devin Hester. Nobody. He was just that good. So they don't want to kick off to Keyshawn Nixon because he was that damn good last year. Uh, he also, don't forget, comes from the Raiders organization where he played with Derek Carr. So he, he was asked, what does Derek Carr bring to the Saints as far as the quarterback goes? I don't know. We played him this week. I don't know what Derek Carr bring to him. <laughs> okay. No insight there. Uh, so did he discuss the quarterback to his fellow defensive backs in Green Bay? Uh, yeah, we talked to him about it. Um, Derek Carr is a really good player. Um, I played with him for three years. Um, hell of a leader, hell of a player. Um, we'll see him in Lambeau. Free smoke. Free smoke. There you go. <laughs> Keyshawn Nixon's a different cat, that's for sure. He was asked uh, also, look, when you went against him in practice, went against Derek Carr, did you pick him off how many times? A few times, a few times. A DC Magado, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be good to see him on the other side. I know he's going to be staring at me. I'm going to be staring at him too. Um, <clears throat> Keyshawn Nixon uh, told Matt LaFleur that the Falcons shredded the Packers' defense. So what does the Packers' defense have to do this week to get better? Uh, there's nothing to change for real. We just got to go back to our standard, how we play our play style on defense. You know what I'm saying? We had it week one. Um, we kind of let it do this week two, and now it's time to get our standard back in, time to prove it. And we at home, so we got everything we need to do what we need to do. Got everything at home to do what we need to do. Grant, sometimes when you hear these guys talk, do you ever just say, what the hell does that mean? It's a language those guys have in a locker room uh, about right? football. Yeah, it's their own little language. I don't know. When he was asked about Carr earlier, my thought was, 
if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like they're not trying yeah. to give bulletin board material. Mm. They're just trying to say words to keep us happy and, and not make any headlines at all. That's goal number <laughs> one. And Nixon, I give him credit. He's doing a pretty good job here. We do, we do. <laughs> you know, now, if you're not old enough to watch Seinfeld, and I apologize for this reference, but there was a scene in Seinfeld where Kramer had taken off to the West Coast and he was out in L.A. trying to make it as an actor. And he gets released because he's not the serial killer. And he they are all sitting, for whatever reason, on this mountaintop overlooking the city of L.A., and Kramer is on one knee with a stick pounding the ground. And they say, what are you going to do? He's like, what do you mean, what am I going to do? I'm going to do what I do, and I do what I do when I do. And, and George looks at him and says, what the hell does that mean? That's exactly what I felt like saying. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> I don't understand it. We're going to do what we do. We're going to give up a lot of yeah. yards on the ground, give up a couple right. third and 15 conversions. You know, just an easy day at the office for yeah. Packers defensive player. Yeah, I'm going to do what I do. So uh, he also had mentioned being at home, they've got the tools to do what they need to do. So what does it mean to be back at Lambeau Field? I think it means a lot, but then again, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can be have a home and get booed. It doesn't matter, honestly. It, whatever, However you come out, you come out flat, you're going to be flat no matter if you're at home or away. you got to come out striking. Striking? Also, uh, he was asked what uh, the wide receiver Rashid Shahid uh, adds to the Saints' offense. Um, he's fast, fast guy, tall, um, skinnier guy. Um, just brings speed. Um, they all really good receivers. We got really good corners, so it's gonna be a hell of a game. There you go. There you go. You're not gonna get a lot. You're not gonna get a lot. <laughs> Mike said, "I don't even think he actually remembers Derek Carr." <laughs> You're right. Uh, don't forget Derek Carr, the future Hall of Famer, according to Devontae Adams. Last time that Derek Carr <laughs> played at Lambeau, I think, was 2019 when the Raiders came to town. And that was the one game that season where the Lafleur rodgers offense actually really looked great. I know they won 13 games, yeah. but they looked awesome. And that was the perfect Derek Carr game. He made a lot of great throws, and they moved the ball, and they scored. But then he also did a couple just dumbass things where he fumbled the ball mm -hmm. out of the end zone or threw a really bad right. pick. So I think the last time Carr was at Lambeau is the perfect – that's the perfect Derek Carr game. It, uh, it, it you know, again, noon game on uh, this Sunday, uh, Lambeau. So I'm, what's the weather supposed to be like? Uh, is, aren't we supposed to have some showers? I will check. I'll get on yeah, that. I thought we were supposed to have some showers in Green Bay, which, you know, um, I got to admit, I don't mind. We haven't seen a really good, like, steady rain game or anything like that in a while. You know? Sunday in Green that. Bay, cloudy with a high of 71. It's a pretty run-of-the-mill, I suppose. Okay. 71 you'll take. Take that in a heartbeat. That's almost perfect football weather. Yeah, not too hot to get really cramps. Is. Right? Hopefully, yeah. That's almost perfect football weather. Speaking of cramps, yeah. a little bit of an update. This is for Andy Herman and others, and we'll talk about this with Mike in about an hour, but they can only watch warm-ups on Friday, but Aaron Jones and Christian Watson both had helmets and both went outside to practice with everybody else. I don't know what they did out there, but they were involved right. in practice, it looks like, in some way. Well, we had said that if indeed um, Christian Watson's on the field on Friday, chances are he's going to play on Sunday. So my assumption is, is that he's going to be back on Sunday, which will be 
that'll be solid. He didn't so. practice yesterday, but Matt LaFleur said that was the plan. Run him on Wednesday right. and then give him That's, Thursday off. Didn't we talk about that? That when that was a you know kind of a story itself, and I had said at the time that the chances are coming back from that type of injury, you, you go hard one day, they come back the next day, take it easy, you know that type of thing, and then and then go from there. So I, I we were pretty much uh, spot on right there. Uh, by the way, Pac-Fan says it's a ten percent chance of rain, ten percent. So eh, maybe a shower, maybe a sprinkle, but that's about the extent of it. Nothing big. Nothing big. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, hey, by the way, don't forget, coming up here at the bottom of the hour, uh, we are going to get into uh, the discussion as to what the uh, the Saints are going to bring to the table because uh, we're going to be talking with uh, their guy that covers them for the athletic, and that is going to be Larry Holder. And uh, he is down in New Orleans, and he's going to give us a lowdown as to what's coming in the Lambeau this coming Sunday. So we'll get uh, the uh, over-the-fence view of the enemy, if you will coming from Larry Holder coming up here in just a little bit. And then we are about an hour away from Mike Clemens joining us to take us the rest of the way from up in Green Bay. So good stuff there as well. Uh, We'll step out, take a quick break. We'll come back. Got a lot to get to this portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Steel Tank Brewing. They're getting oh so close to that uh, music venue opening up. They're right there. The floor has been put in. The ceilings are done. The walls are done. They're installing the bar, the cabinets, and all that stuff. And then the stage is going in and the PA system, and then they're pretty much done. So they should be opening that thing up soon. But in the meantime, terrific food, whether it's lunch or dinner or what have you. Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, right behind the Exonia Bank off of 67. That is Steel Tank Brewing. Steel Tank Brewing Company. They brew their own. They're great people great and veteran-owned, which is awesome. Steel Tank Brewing in Oconomowoc. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, You had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers end at 9-30-2023. You got to hit it, bang it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, bang it, rock it. Welcome back. Hey, terrific place. Uh, it's the Rock Complex, and they continue to grow down in Franklin, Wisconsin, whether it's the Lux Golf Bays or the Umbrella Bar. They've got the ski hill that's going to be opening up once the weather changes. They have got, obviously, the fields and Franklin Field down there and the Milkmen uh, playing in the postseason, but they've also got to blend the cocktail bar. They have got the pizzeria in there. They've got housing that's going in there now. So there's so much as that area continues to expand. That's our friends from Lux Golf Bays, L-U-X-E, Lux Golf Bays, down in Franklin, Wisconsin. And don't forget, they're open year-round. So even on the cold days when the wind starts blowing and the snow starts flying, you can still go there. They have heaters in those bays. And uh, you can uh, still go down and get your swing on. So check out Lux Golf Bays, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. That's LuxGolfBays.com. 
Bill, uh, yeah, Bill go ahead. I, I got to share this with you. I hate to interrupt. I, this isn't really what we're talking about, but there's a new Bears story that came out. Chicago oh, Bears do news. It. Bring it. Over Bring 100K it. in equipment stolen from Soldier Field, manager says, uh, including <laughs> gators, lawnmowers, uh, and landscaping equipment from a parking structure at the NFL stadium. The estimated loss is over $100,000. Wow. Staff said that thieves tore down a, th- a security fence to drive the equipment out of the garage. My God. That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, you know what? It, it doesn't surprise me because remember we were talking about it. Um, we were talking about it during the, uh, during the NASCAR race down there that um, the, when they were preparing to build all the different structures, to, you know, the, the, the suites and such, that the thieves were stealing the golf carts and stealing the equipment. And when they finally put the equipment inside those job site boxes, they just decided to steal the job site boxes. So it, it just, it, it's, it's, God, it's just so bad. <laughs> it's just, it's just so bad down there. Man, oh man, oh man. Unbelievable. <laughs> but it's typical. Sorry to interrupt. I just I saw that headline. I'm like, every minute I don't bring this up to Bill, I feel like I'm not doing my job. Yeah, this is this is just funny. No, that's great. That's I mean, I, I shouldn't say it's great, but it is what it is. I mean, it's <laughs> so they stole their lawn equipment. So you got to want. Do they play at home this weekend? Do you know? I think they're at Arrowhead. I'm 99 percent at Arrowhead. Sure. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're right. They're at Arrowhead. So at least they got to now they got to go buy a new new equipment. You would assume because uh, you know they don't have any lawnmowers. And remember, that's the parks department. You know that's that's the thing is that's the parks department. So it's not like it's just the Bears that own it. That's that's the parks department down there that does that. So they obviously have have taken money or what have you from the parks department. So interesting stuff. But <laughs> they stole everything. That's awesome. Uh, you were kind of. T- I was hoping to hear that not only did they steal something, but when they did, they just said, "Hey, in return, we'll give you this." And it was uh, Justin Fields' game, but they never gave that back. So it was some. It was it was a playbook of designed runs for Justin. Fields. Yes. Yeah. Right. You know. Oh man. The, the Bears are just, it's like one body blow after the other, isn't it? If they were a boxer, they would just be sitting in the corner right now just taking it with their hands up around their face going, oof, 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 just taking the body blows because it's just, it's one thing after the other. You're just waiting for the big knockout swing. Well, that could be Sunday. If they get, if they get blown out by 20-plus points in Kansas City, maybe the knockout is Sunday afternoon. Right, yeah, that could be it. They just get destroyed, which would be nice. <laughs> and uh, then their season would thus be over that'd be pretty much done too when you think about it so good stuff uh let's see here this one is from uh, ricky ricky says uh, hey unit got something for you if i sent this would you wear it and it is what the hell is that it's the ss minnow shirt <laughs> it's the logo of the ss minnow from gilligan's island Where'd you get that? That's pretty cool. I like that. That's, that's, yeah, that's pretty cool. I like that. I don't know if I'd be wearing, well, what the hell? I would wear it. Yeah. If you want to send it all. Yeah, absolutely. 
Do you have any of those throwback shirts? T-shirts? Do you do you like that stuff, Grant? I have a I have a lot of old Grateful Dead T-shirts and a lot of old Jimmy Buffett tour T-shirts. Okay, that's about it. Okay, some vintage things here and there. Yeah, yeah. I've got uh, I've got some vintage stuff. I've got old uh, old WKRP in in Cincinnati shirts. Uh, I've got oh God. I got a Sanford and Son shirt. Uh, the logo from the Sanford and Son salvage yard from the old the old days. I've got one of those. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've got. I've got um, oh uh, my my newest acquisition. Remember the show The Jeffersons? Oh yeah. I got a Jeffersons cleaner shirt. <laughs> I ordered one of. The, I did. I ordered one of those. I, I have a Mike Daniels jersey. That's from a, an era gone by. That's a okay. little different, but still counts. Uh, the, oh God, one of the best shirts I ever bought. And I have to throw it on one day. Uh, it is a pink Floyd shirt, but it's the pink Floyd logo with the triangle with the rainbow coming through it. But in the middle of the, the triangle is Floyd, the barber from Andy Griffith in pink. (laughs) It's awesome. It's awesome. I, I don't know why I just, I've always kind of collected that goofy stuff from days gone by. I've got the soup Nazi from Seinfeld uh, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, the old movies and such. Uh, I've got a uh, Mickey's Gym T-shirt from uh, from Rocky. Yeah, I got one of those. So I kind of collect that stuff. Not like my cousin. My cousin. My cousin actually takes pictures that say "Shirt of the Day" every day since he's retired. He worked at Fidelity Investments for I don't know how long. But he's a little bit older than me, but he re- he just retired last year. And so his thing is every day he wakes up and takes a picture of his shirt of the day, S-O-T-D. And that's that's what he's got. It's like, dude, you need to find a hobby. You just, you know, I mean, between drinking wine and shirt of the day, I my assumption is he's passed out, pissed up, and laying on his front lawn wearing nothing but a shirt of the day. That's it. What else does a man need? A little wine and shirt of the day. That's a simple I life. I guess. I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, nothing uh, – Oh, my goodness. Uh, This is from Oakley, who says, uh, I, too, collect a lot of the 80s shirts. Uh, Even going back to some of the 70s, I have from old tour shorts, shirts from some of the early on bands. I've got a Rolling Stone shirt. I've got a Rush shirt. I also have an old Styx shirt. Uh, He said one of my favorites is Blue Oyster Cult. I said, okay, Oakley, you the man. Good stuff. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, you can. Just a weird day today. Aaron Rodgers is coming on the Pat McAfee show today. Uh, I have it up here on the TV and studio. He'll probably have some sort of weird shirt. He'd always have a shirt from the office or something. He's a novelty shirt guy. Yeah. I just wonder what he's going to have to, wonder what he's going to say today. Uh, Rick has a zigzag shirt. Zigzag, wasn't zigzag the old uh, papers, the the rolling papers? Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think zigzag was the old rolling papers. Yeah. Um, by the way, Michael says some of the old uh, Grateful Dead shirts you have there, Grant, uh, could be worth some serious money right now, especially since uh, Dead and Company is never touring again. So some of those shirts can be uh, worth some cash. Well, especially so now my Jimmy Buffett shirts. Not that I would ever sell them, but uh, right. I, I don't I don't know how much the price of Jimmy Buffett wear went up I, after he passed away. I can't imagine it was too much. but I have never bought tour shirts. Never have. I, I, I don't know. Just because I've, it's like every year we go to Sturgis and all the different motorcycle rallies and stuff. And it always says, you know, you, some of the Sturgis, some of the logos they put on there are pretty cool. They're old throwbacks logos, but every, when they date them, 
I don't I don't want to be walking around in 2026 wearing a 2022 or 2023 Sturgis shirt, an old, outdated, worn-ass out shirt. You know, if it just says Sturgis, that's one thing. If it says Tomahawk, that's one thing. But I don't I don't like the fact that they get dated. But they do that because everybody there are people that collect the anniversary stuff every year. They've got a shirt from every year, and that's what they wear. But I've never been one of those guys, so I don't buy tourist shirts. I just buy the plain logo shirts. And I don't know why I'm getting into this, but anyway, just goofy. But, yes, Brett, I'm moving on up with the Jefferson shirt. All right, let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, when we come back, we're going to be uh, – we're going to be going to the uh, the enemy side of things. Larry Holder from The Athletic down in New Orleans. He's going to give us a lowdown as to what the Saints are going to bring to the table this coming weekend at Lambeau Field. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up, and it's coming up right after this. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on taking a look at the Packers getting ready for the New Orleans Saints this coming weekend at Lambeau Field. It's the home opener for the Green Bay Packers and the first time that a quarterback other than Favre or Rodgers will be running out of the tunnel this uh, in this long storied run of, you know, Hall of Fame quarterbacks. And it's going to be an interesting homecoming for the Packers this year. And uh, to talk a little bit more about the team that's coming in, is Larry Holder of The Athletic joining us for a couple of minutes uh, from down in New Orleans to give us uh, the Saints side of things. Larry, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? We're doing good. Uh, looking forward to the uh, the matchup this coming weekend. It's a little bit different than what the Packers faced last week, a better downfield aerial game than the run game of B. John Robinson that they couldn't stop. So tell me first and foremost what Derek Carr has done for the franchise and coming in and being the starting quarterback there. Yeah, well, I think it certainly solidified the position for the first time uh, since Drew Brees walked out the door a couple of years ago. I mean, the Saints have gone through uh, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Taysom Hill, uh, Trevor Simeon, Ian Book even started a game. Uh, it's it's really been just a revolving door, uh, and for for the Saints, like I mean. Their offense the last couple of years has, has not been anywhere near what it's what we're used to uh, watching uh, with the Drew Brees-led, Sean Payton-led offense. And so, yeah, but I do think that car brings stability. Uh, but, look, it, it's definitely still a work in progress. I mean, it's not like they're consistently putting up points on the board. Uh, but it at least gives you someone who you know is going to be the quarterback who, uh, when the pieces are there uh, moving forward, you feel like that the Saints – uh, can win a division and then see what happens in the playoffs uh, with him rather than uh, any of the other quarterbacks I've mentioned before. With Jamal Williams ailing, what does that do to the run game? Yep, and Alvin Kamara, is, uh, he's week three of his three-week suspension. So that's really going to put uh, kind of an emphasis on uh, Tony Jones Jr. came in and, and had to fill in uh, last week and, and ran well. Uh, Kendra Miller, uh, their third-round pick, it seems like he's going to be making his debut for the Saints, uh, someone who has uh, showed some versatility in the preseason, but someone who 
uh, is not battle-tested in the NFL yet. Uh, and I'm uh, curious to see what happens. But, but I anticipate that, uh, like last week, we saw a lot of Taysom Hill taking snaps at quarterback and running the football. And so I, I feel like it's, it's definitely a patchwork uh, of how the Saints are going to make this run game work, uh, waiting on Kamara to come back. And, uh, you know, if, a, if the Saints could successfully run the football, which they haven't done a ton uh, this year, it might take uh, some of the pressure off of Derek Carr's back. So, yeah, I think that the Saints certainly want to try to establish some sort of ground attack, uh, which hasn't really been there uh, in, in full in the last two weeks. Is Taysom Hill kind of like the people's champion down there? He's just a, kind of a misfit that's fit in. I'd say, yeah. There's definitely a, uh, uh, like, a, he's almost like this mythical guy. Like, <laughs> you know, right. he can do everything. It's like, oh, you know, uh, can Taysom Hill rush the quarterback, play him at defensive end? Uh, do we need him on a field goal? <laughs> Give him a try. So, yeah, it's it, he's definitely been that uh, for years and years. And, look, it, it's – it, it, it doesn't often uh, or always look kind of aesthetically pretty when you put him in there. It, it, only, it's, it seems a bit jumbled, but it's worked. I mean, in last year, Taysom Hill was probably the most uh, you know, productive player uh, in terms of scoring or you know, goal line like you needed him. So uh, you know, I'm curious to see, like say when Alvin Kamara comes back and Jamal Williams is completely healthy, how – the Saints deploy him, but they, I mean, they need him to be a runner first right now. And so, you know, but it, it, it's, it, he could go in on special teams, block a punt. I mean, he's done it before. And so, you know, uh, it's, it's something that even though Sean Payton, like this was Sean Payton's like pet project, even though Sean Payton's been gone now uh, for, for a couple of years, uh, the Saints are still mixing and matching him in there. And definitely someone that, it's like you never know when you're going to need him, and you never know when he's going to make an impact play, but he's made a bunch of them over his time in New Orleans. How does Pete Carmichael like to utilize? Because there's weapons there. There's Michael Thomas. There's Rashid Shahid. I love Chris Olave when he came out. Uh, obviously, you've got Jimmy Graham who's in the fold, Juwan Johnson at the tight end position, Taysom Hill, kind of the wildcat. How does Pete Carmichael like to kind of work that offense and get everybody the football? I think they're still trying to figure that out, uh, especially with the revolving door at quarterback and, you know, injuries and, and such and, you know, missing pieces at running back. So when, when you look at it in that sense, I think it's, you know, he's had about a year and two games, and it's it's been a, a weird mishmash of players. I mean, this is the first time we've seen a healthy Michael Thomas, I feel like, in almost three years. And, uh, you know, I think they're trying to figure that out. Like last week, early in the game, uh, they they t- targeted Michael Thomas a ton. And then uh, you saw in, in the second half, Chris Olave get more action, Rashid Shaheed, and I felt like that happened in week one. And so, you know, I, I think it's, it's definitely uh, not uh, a set plan. I mean, I, I feel like that the Saints receiving core, they've definitely showed some promise. Like even though Derek Carr's a – Pass rating is not super high, and his, his completion percentage is uh, about 64%, which you probably want higher from him. Uh, the receivers have been top-notch. Uh, you know, when, when the ball is on target, they're not dropping passes and uh, making really some great catches. That, you know, you saw in week two, uh, Chris Olave made the one-handed juggling catch, and Michael Thomas comes up 
uh, big where he's a, he's got to kind of get his butt literally to the ground to make the catch uh, and, and sustain the drive. So, you know, I, I think it's still definitely a work in progress uh, to, when all these pieces come together that, that because Pete hasn't even had all the pieces together yet. Yeah, you look at uh, the pieces of, of the puzzle that are there offensively, but only averaging 18 points a game through the first couple of games. Two wins, don't get me wrong, and the defense has played admirably, but you just kind of wait for that offense with the weapons that they have to suddenly just take off. How is their offensive line as far as the protection of Derek Carr and the ability to open up holes? There's definitely a hot spot. I'm sure Green Bay knows it, and it's Trevor Penning at left tackle. I mean, he's one of the most pressured uh Left tackle is in the league. He's given up uh, three sacks already. Uh, one, yields one of the highest pressure percentages uh, for opposing defenders at left tackle in the league. Uh, and it, it's something that could be a problem. Look, Derek Carr has been sacked four times in each uh, week one and week two. Uh, and the Saints are kind of having a scheme around that. Look, Trevor Penning was their first-round pick. Same year as Chris Olave. Uh, but Penning uh, was banged up last year, and he, it's all, this is almost kind of his rookie run uh, in year two, though. So, uh, you know, I think that's, that is definitely the hot spot. I'm curious to see uh, how Green Bay reacts to that uh, because if I'm them, I'm circling him, and I'm trying to, <laughs> I, I'm trying to make life tough for him. And, and uh, uh, you know, uh, it's not like uh, the Saints went up against slouches in week one and week two. Uh, you know, Tennessee, I feel like, has a good pass rush. Uh, Brian Burns is a good pass rusher in Carolina, so it wasn't like he was going up against slouches. And you know, I'm I'm curious to see a, a healthy Rashawn Gary maybe uh, uh, deployed over on that side against Penning. Talking with Larry Holder of the Athletic uh, and covers the Saints on the daily. Defensively speaking, now, I, what what are the what do you what are the thoughts coming into this game against this Packers offense led by Jordan Love? Because I don't think the depths of what the offense can do is known yet. Uh, I I think there's still a lot to prove, but they've been okay, not great, but been okay through the first couple of games. Give me your thoughts as this defense comes in and, and looks to shut down Jordan Love and the offense. Yeah, I think the defense is going to be confident. I mean, they've been uh, they've been very good this year. Uh, you know, opposer passing rating, uh, they're second best in the NFL. Uh, pressure percentage uh, in terms of pressuring opposing quarterbacks, they're number three. By the way, Green Bay's number two. So that's a, you know that's strength yeah. on strength uh, when you look at it in that sense. Uh, but no, it, it, and the Saints have really uh, they've gotten some pieces to uh, slow down opposing run games. I mean, they were able to slow down Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, and Miles Sanders didn't do a ton of damage uh, against Carolina. So that was a weakness, uh, a big weakness at toward the end of last year, uh, and they've kind of solidified that. And look, they're the Saints secondary. Uh, they have a trio of corners who I think are playing really well. Marshawn Lattimore, he's, he's playing like an all-pro. Uh, you, you got Alante Taylor as the, uh, the nickel, Paulson Adebo. Uh, you got Tyron Matthew lurking back there. No Marcus Mills starting a suspension uh, three games this week. So, you know, he, they're going to be missing that piece. But Demario Davis is still a Pro Bowl, all-pro guy. Cam Jordan uh, is playing well so far. So, yeah, look, I think that this is going to be a challenge, especially – uh, like, I, I know Jordan Love, he's you know got a lot of touchdowns, passer rating looks great, uh, but his completion percentage isn't high. The Saints can certainly make life tough uh, if you're trying to throw the football. So this is definitely something I'm sure the Saints, they feel like they can come in and play well against Jordan Love.
The uh, If you're going to have three things you're going to specifically look at, three keys to the game coming up this weekend would be what? Ground game, I want to see if the Saints can actually develop one <laughs> uh, and, and not have to maybe lean on, on Taysom Hill. Uh, I want to see Derek Carr be more accurate early. Like, they can't just all of a sudden try to, uh, you know, scratch out field goals in the first half and, and then maybe get one touchdown and try to win it. I mean, they, the offense has got to get going uh, better early in the red zone. And then I would say defensively uh, continue that pass rush for the Saints. You, you, you still, and, and they don't have – look, it, for them, it's not like they have to blitz a ton. They get a lot of pressure with their front four. So I think if the Saints can mix and match and uh, maybe confuse Jordan Love, uh, you know, that, I think that's something that, that they need to key in on as well. Good stuff as always, Larry. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, maybe down the road we'll talk to you again real soon, okay? You got it. Appreciate you having me. All right, pal. Appreciate it. There you go. He joins us for a couple of minutes over on the hotline. You can read his stuff at The Athletic. That's Larry Holder and uh, covers the Saints and uh, the NFC South, uh, which, by the way, the top three teams in the NFC South, Atlanta, um, uh, Atlanta, uh, also the Saints, and, um, God, uh, when it comes to the standings, they're all 2-0, and the top three teams in the NFC South. Who am I forgetting? Tampa Bay. Thank you very much, Tampa Bay. Uh, 0-2, the Carolina Panthers. Bryce Young out this week, not expected to play uh, this coming weekend because of an injury. But uh, Atlanta, New Orleans, and Tampa Bay all sitting at 2-0 and right now on the season so far. And uh, New Orleans, uh, their first effort into uh, Green Bay in a while. So anyway, there you have it. Uh, 877-867-1670, want to uh, have your voice be heard over the next couple of segments. Do it. Mike Clements coming up here in about uh, 25 minutes from now. Stay tuned for that. Hang in there. we got a whole lot more coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Stoley's Hog Alley, wanting me to remind you that uh, they've got some sportsman weekends coming up. They have got fish fry coming up tonight at both locations, as a matter of fact, and obviously a terrific place to go and watch the game on Sunday. Uh, and even if the weather's good, you can ride over there, as a matter of fact. But uh, Stoll's Old 109 out in Watertown, Stoley's Hog Alley in Oconomowoc or Summit, to be exact, but a great atmosphere inside and outside seating, the deck and such. Uh, with all the TVs around, uh, there's no reason that uh, you shouldn't be able to stop in, not only get great food, but be able to watch the game as well and enjoy yourself with a terrific staff. That is Stoley's Hog Alley. Jeff and Alicia, both great people. Tell them we said hi. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. What advice would you give somebody that you know that's window shopping? I'd have to say Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin plays at an MVP level in the replacement game. They came in ahead of time, measured all the windows, make sure they had all of the measurements. When the Pella people left, you had no idea they had been here. You just had the new window. They're great professionals, Gina, and some of the best in the world at what they do. Right now, pay as low as $19 a month per window or $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. Pella's team of expert installers start with an in-home consultation and finish with no hassle or mess, leaving nothing but perfect results that stand the test of time. Right now at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, pay as low as $19 per window and $75 per month on patio doors. Visit PellaWI.com today. $6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details, offers end at 9-30-2023.
to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show on a Friday. Friday edition coming up in about uh, about 20 minutes. Mike Clemens going to join us. We'll talk with him the rest of the way and uh, get into his discussion as to what's going on up in Green Bay. Good to know that uh, Christian Watson and Aaron Jones uh, both on the practice field today. That's a good sign that both could possibly be ready to go come Sunday. Most likely Watson will be back. Jones, I would assume, is going to be uh, maybe those – those game time decisions, we'll say, but it looks like Aaron Jones should be ready to go. But, you know, knock on wood, whenever you're talking about a hamstring, you just never know. So uh, so we'll see. They could even err on the side of caution, give him one more week to make sure he's ready to go, and then uh, then kind of go from there, But uh, which might not be a terrible idea. But uh, that being said, uh, good to have both of them back in the practice field today. Uh, also, the Brewers are in uh, in Miami taking on the Marlins uh, this uh, for a weekend series, as a matter of fact. Before they come back home and then they face St. Louis again. But uh, the Brewers are only a couple of games away from technically, you know, clinching. And uh, the playoff tickets are now going on sale. Excited about all of that. Uh, this one is from uh, Dennis. Dennis says, uh, hey, hey, unit, if you're going to head out on a fish fry Friday, where are you going to go? Looking for a good place to go watch the game tonight. Oh, my God. There's so many good places. Uh, and, Dennis, I don't know if you're even in the Milwaukee area or where you're talking about specifically, but – you know, again, if you're say say you're in Lacrosse, and I hate to start throwing sponsors out there, but I really do believe in this. This, which is why they're sponsors. But Buzzer Billy's, with that, you know, seafood flavored Cajun cuisine out there is awesome, awesome. Love that. Um, Bonfire Grill in Madison has a really good fish fry. Uh, been there a couple of times and have done that. Uh, in Milwaukee, believe it or not, Stenny's has a good one. Um, God, they, they have with that salted rye bread out at Stoley's Hog Alley in Oconomowoc. That is really good. Um, trying to think where else. I mean, certainly, you know, like, uh, Sloppy Joe's has a really good fish fry out in Hubertus. Uh, I really like their fish fry as well. Uh, there's a couple places, uh, you know, that I, I go to as well in Waukesha out in that area that are pretty good. Uh, I go, I love Mitchell's seafood. So, I mean, that's an obvious one. Duh. So there's a couple of good places there. But if you're going to go someplace and watch the game, I mean, I'd go Stenny's is it. I mean, if you're looking for a sports bar to go and watch the game, if you're in the area, that's where you go. So, um, no, uh, uh, Nice Ash does not serve food. So uh, I would have – that's where I – you can bring food in. Now, if you go, say, down to People's Park or something like that and get a fish fry and bring it over to Nice Ash and hang out there and – and then uh, wash, you know, the fish fry down with a beer or something like that. You can bring it in from someplace else. But, yeah, that would be it. Um, there's just so many good places. There just really is. Um, you know, um, the Social House is another good one. They got a really good fish fry. Although I, I love their Sunday morning breakfast, and the Tiger Burger over there is outstanding. So if you don't want to go specifically for a fish fry, that, that would be another good place to go. I mean, I can go on and on and on. I don't want to bore you, but... So, but thanks for the email. I uh, appreciate it. And that's from Dennis. Uh, Stacy says, uh, all this talk about Jordan Love coming home, how much pressure is he going to have to perform in front of the home crowd? Do you think he's going to have nerves and jitters? Should we give him a pass? Uh, first of all, no. You don't give him a pass because he's playing at home. He should be excited, yes. But the that you want to be able to contain your adrenaline but still thrive upon it. You know what I mean? So, um I th- I think he's going to feel it, you know, but I don't know if he's going to feel it more than he, he did in front of a hostile crowd down in Chicago to open things up, right? 
I mean, this is this is home. These people are cheering for you, not against you. So my my assumption would be, you do have that anxiety of coming home and being announced and coming out of the tunnel and such. But I don't know if I would. Uh, I don't know if I would say that he's got more pressure. Should we give him a pass? No, I I no to answer your question. No. Um, this is from Jesse, who says I have an old orange crush shirt. When you're talking about throwbacks. I've had it for years. Uh, it's like my golden boy. Oh, dropping a Seinfeld reference on us. Golden boy shirt. The Orange Crush shirt. I remember Orange Crush. I don't, is, is Orange Crush even still around? I don't know. I, I still, uh, yeah, God, what is it? Um, the stuff that's got orange. They used to have a, uh, a, a grape, and they don't have a grape anymore. Now they've got the orange. It's, I think it's the St. Your Father's Root Beer or something like that. It's like tastes like an Orange Crush. It's got alcohol to it. Um, I, I still see that in stores, but I don't see the grape anymore. The grape is no longer. Um, and then David uh, says, good uh, good night tonight to have a cigar. Sit out back, watch the Badgers get a victory. I like your prediction of a score, a three-point win. I'd be satisfied with that if their defense just plays well. Uh, I just want to see them play well in general. But, yeah, I predict the Badgers to get a win, but it's not going to be a big margin. Don't think it's going to be a big margin. I'd like it to be. But I don't think it will be. If I'm going to be a betting man, if I'm going to be an honest betting person, you know. All right, let's do this. we got another hour yet to go. When we come back, Mike Clements coming up in about 15 minutes. He's going to be joining us, taking us the rest of the way. Hang in there. A whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It all comes up right after this. <laughs> 